0: On people, I am and This is the Opinion and Facts Media Group podcast. I am joined by Journey to Be Great and Coco Love tonight, and um, we're going to be talking about something that may make a few of you guys emotional or sad. But we're going to be talking about the story of Tyree Nichols, age twenty nine. I believe he was a native of Memphis, Tennessee. He, I think it was about a couple of weeks ago, succumbed to injuries and died in hospital after being beaten by five Memphis police officers. So we're just going to take you through what we know about it so far. And,
1: um, well, from my understanding, he was on his way home from, it was some park that he was taking pictures at. I don't know if he was a photographer as well. I know he was a skateboarder, and he was headed home, and he was pulled over by five police officers, or I don't know if all five pulled him over initially. I'm not sure, but he was pulled over for reckless driving, and I think it just kind of escalated from there. I have not seen the video. I've just seen descriptions of it. I know y'all watched the video, so kind of what did y'all see?
2: I actually caught two different angles. One of them was like a camera from like a street light, street cam, and the other one one was body cam the one from the street camera it looks like it looks like he was being kicked in his face hit with a baton and from the body cam I saw where he got up and ran and they chased him for a little while they were out of breath Apparently one of them tried to pepper spray him and, you know, spraying him himself, which he had to go back to his car and try to wash his eyes out with water. And that's pretty much all I didn't, I seen some that were more lengthy, but I, I just didn't want to watch anymore. Cause even like you said, the description, the one thing that really kind of gave me chills is him. Yelling out for his mom during this whole ordeal, and me being a mother of two young black men—that just—it just it just really, it just did something to me. So I—I I didn't witness that part, thankfully, because that—that probably would've, you know, brought tears to my eyes or whatever. So.
0: I thought about that same thing like when they were saying you know, he called out for his mom. You know, what what place you have to be in in the mind Kind of takes you back to the George Floyd situation, but what are you thinking? What is he thinking at that time? And even if mom was around or anybody that you know, one of his loved ones were around, what position does that put them in? Obviously, you don't want to be shooting at the police or anything like that, but what do you do in that situation? Do you just stand there and watch? I mean, do you go over there and, and, and take a chance on maybe them turning that angle towards you? Maybe even shooting and killing you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do? that situation
1: I think a mother and her child yeah I think you you put yourself in there you know just like if it was my baby that I have now like and something was happening to him to where he needed me and he was screaming out for me I feel like it would probably be the same way I think from what I've read though he was also not far from his home I believe yeah which makes it even more difficult when you really think about it like I think a lot of times when I see stuff like this I put myself in people's shoes and I think that's why I have such a hard time with it just kind of imagining what it was like And I don't know if his mom is living, and God bless her for everything that she's going through. But being at home, waiting on my son to come home, you know, you worry about your children. And when they're out and about, late coming home, or, you know, they he should should be here by now. And then to think about that's what's going on down the street, is just got to be unreal. I don't know if we mentioned it already or not, but these officers are Black. And if I'm being completely honest, I think that makes me even more angry in this particular situation than with the George Floyd situation situation obviously they're both awful neither one should have happened you feel like okay if we have some more black police officers to to be in law enforcement and to stand up for what is right when it comes to the mistreatment of black people then maybe we'll be alright. Maybe we'll see some change when it comes to these situations and I'll be damned if they're not at the forefront kind of leading the charge here against against their own people. I'm not saying that you should turn a blind eye as a black police officer to any wrongdoing by a black person. By no means am I saying that. 100% do your job. This was not doing your job. This was being bullies because the description of what I'm reading in the timeline of the attack because that's what this was none of this was called for a lot of this pepper spraying the baton being pulled out the punch into the face while the man is already handcuffed so much to the point where he dropped his knees none of that was needed at all the kick to the face it angers me and i'm just like i want them to be punished to the fullest extent like i mean under the jail
0: you you gotta ask yourself a question I know how it feels when you feel like you're being challenged by another man. And, and, and sometimes you don't care if they got a badge on or if they don't have a badge on. And I know how that feels because as a man, you don't like to be challenged by another man regardless of the situation. And sometimes not all the police, but some of the policemen, they were probably bullied growing up and they feel like now that they got a badge, they can get back at the world and then they end up becoming bullies. But what we have to know as men of all ages really is that you don't have to always be macho with people or you know flex your, your muscles. Sometimes Sometimes it's best to just sit back and let things go the way they're gonna go because it can save your life. It doesn't mean that you're a punk, doesn't mean that you're weak, doesn't mean any of that, but in a lot of these situations where you just being, you know, being a, a strong man. And sometimes doing that can make some other man feel like, oh, well, I, I got to do this and do that to take control of the situation because they don't know how to control themselves. Uh, I think me and Coco was talking about it earlier. Some of these police officers are scared, too. They don't know you. They don't know what you got going on. They don't know if you're going to attack them either. So and then they use the, the badge as a way to justify the force that they take with you. But what what can you use? You know, because a lot of times, you know, they oh, he, he had some in his hand or I thought this, I thought that and pow, you're gone. So I'm just saying try to control yourself and don't resist the risk. If you feel like you was being mistreated, file a complaint. Sue later. But right now, we need you to keep control of yourself.
1: And I I mean, we well, will say, you know, obviously, no, he shouldn't have resisted. But at the time, and I'm not making an excuse. I mean, I, that's, that's a period there. He should not have resisted. However, at the same time, I would have ran, too. I mean, I feel like this man was running for his life because the stuff that he was going through wasn't necessary. I just think the whole thing should have been approached differently. And I've, mean, you know, I've heard other ideas or thoughts on, you know, if this was a personal situation. I'm not sure that hasn't really been said. I'm sure I, if it was, I hope that comes out later. What was the real premise behind this? Because it was a lot of anger in the situation. Like Swaver said, definitely don't resist. Do what they're asking. Don't be hostile. I mean, I know sometimes when you're pulled over, or whatever the case might be, like you know you're probably irritated or whatever. You think like you didn't do anything wrong, but the most important thing is making it home. This young man, he was 29 and he had a four-year-old son, and that's really what it comes down to. Whatever, like that breaks my heart. It's like no matter what happens at this point that the family might sue the city of Memphis or whatever. And they hope they'll probably win these people. These guys are going to go to jail and serve time for sure. Um, But that doesn't bring him back. You know, it doesn't. And unfortunately I hate to say it, but I don't think that's going to stop something like this from happening again either, because I thought it was going to stop with George Floyd and here we are. But the most important thing is the fact that his son has to go without a father. And it's just like, I don't know. What do you do with that? What can you do about that?
0: Yeah we I mean, all of us have kids uh, on the show so <laughs> yeah we know, we know. <laughs> yeah
1: black sons yeah
0: right so we just want to touch on this real quick you guys because it's it's a part of what we do. I know a lot of you guys come on here and we talking about, uh, when you listen to us, we're talking about different things related to men and women and, you know, just that type of relationship. But we actually cover all relationships uh, because that's what we try to do. We're trying to build a better community mm-hmm. uh, through the power of conversation. You know, we just need to talk about these things and share our opinions and explore the facts so that we can get to a better community. And so that's why we decided that we wanted to cover this. Man, rest in peace to Mr. Nichols and uh, Kadosis and his family because I just couldn't imagine man for your your brother your uncle your son you know your nephew to go out like that man and then they posting it all over social media and just seeing it man it's just a nightmare being relived over and over i am swaver i'm joined by coco love and going to be great this is opinion effects media group podcast until next time peace perfect